When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A man who, who generally smells pretty good. He, he's always always. A, always looked after himself. Uh, the lady killer himself, mean Dean Lonigan, joins us. G'day, Dino. How you doing? How are you? Good, good boy. <laughs> hey, hey, Dino. It's Kempi, mate. Uh, mate, what about what about the press conference uh, and Isaac Peach going off about that uh, that referee? What are you What are you doing about it? Have you got an update for us? Are we live on air or is this a pre-record? No, it's live. You've shocked me. Well done, gentlemen. It's fair to say you'll get the honest truth. There's not time to think about anything. <laughs> At the, um, look, Peachy caught me uh, totally off guard yesterday. I knew he wasn't happy with the decision. Uh, and you have to excuse my pronunciation, but uh, I, I think it's Masalidos is, the, uh, is, mm. the, is the, the judge who is normally a referee and a very good referee, but he was a conscious judge in, the, in a Sydney fight uh, where... Uh, Isaac Peach's fighter, Kiki Latelli, uh, uh, fought a guy called Tuisi, who I know both of them very well. It was a great fight. Kiki wins the fight quite comfortably. Two judges went Kiki's way, which gave him the fight. But one judge, who's refereeing the uh, the fights tomorrow night against uh, for me and Motu and for Jerome Pampelon, which are both Isaac Peach fighters, he went totally against the decision and gave a wide margin to the you know Tuisi, the opposition of Kiki. So it's fair to say, Isaac, being the passionate man that he is, has blown up big time. And he came over yesterday. He came up. He came on straight from the fight on Thursday morning, and said, "There's no way this guy is going to be riffing, uh, you know, world class competitions with your own pantalone featured and and um, and Miyamoto for the simple fact these are the, these are these guys' lives, and we don't trust them as a ref." So, mate, I'm going to have to have a meeting today uh, after the weigh-in. We've got a weigh-in today at 11 o'clock. And we'll just have to have a meeting to see if we can talk it through. I've got the officials with me now. I just picked them up from bloody uh, the airport. So uh, everybody will be here and we can sort of see if we can sort it out. But it's fair to say Isaac's not happy. He's a very passionate man and he, he likes to spring surprises on me. And I tried to have a conversation with him about it yesterday and he basically told me to F off. So um, it's fair to say things are a little bit heated at the moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a, he wears his heart on his sleeve, does Isaac, uh, Dino. I mean, like, I'm all for standing up for your fighter. I'm all for, you know, this, the stand he's trying to make um, and, and having some question marks. I mean, we all know that, you know, boxing's lost its place in the Olympics due to some concerns about how it's run. Uh, but there's Calling and you know calling somebody incompetent is one thing. Calling them a cheat is another thing. Uh, I wouldn't imagine uh, the officials too happy. I mean, that's the sort of stuff that could end up in court, isn't it? Well, just ask the Vodafone or one CEO about what calling referees cheats can get you. Yeah. But it's fair to say the authorities uh, in boxing are a little bit different to the authorities in rugby league. So we'll. Um, I don't think it was the smartest thing Isaac can do. And I've got to be honest. We'll probably have a talk to him about it in a week's time when he's calmed down. But at the moment, if I carry on too much, you'll probably want to pop me on the chin and maybe follow up with a headbutt because he's a very passionate man and uh, he's just desperate to see his fighters get a fair go. He doesn't he doesn't want any any favours. He just wants a fair go. I've got to be honest, I think the referee, he's a better referee than what he is judge. Uh, so we'll just have to see how we go. I don't particularly, you know, Isaac's a big part of our stable and I don't particularly want to piss him off. So I'll probably be siding with him and, uh, and trying to get the... Uh, the 
referee saw uh, moved off those two fights, but we're waiting to see because world class referees are hard to come by. Yep. Good, good man, good man, Dino. It's uh, I'm pretty sure you'll come uh, to a, to an outcome that everyone's happy with, and we get on with it, mate. The 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 boxing for women on the back of what's happened with women's sport with our our rugby world cup and how that created such a I guess a a, a love for women's sport and then we've had the FIFA World Cup of soccer. What do you see this doing for uh, women's boxing, especially having two uh, two girls on the main card? Mate, it's actually a, a big deal. I think you know my son Liam was the one who alluded me to it and said, "Dad, there's a massive swing going on in world sport, and we're starting to see the rise of women's sport. Not so much in their own traditional areas of like the netballs and what have you, but more in the um, in the traditional male areas. And mate, they're starting to get real traction, whether it be you know football or or rugby union or rugby league. And I can tell you, this can be, I go back about six or seven years ago when we were doing the Auckland Nines. We had a, a woman's test match in Nines. It was Australia versus New Zealand. I was blown away by how good they were back then. So uh, it's fair to say the women can play the sports at, you know, at, in a traditional male domain. And I think you'll start to find in both Lani Daniels and Mia Motu. And I've got to tell you, these two women are, they've got incredible backstories. You know, they've come through a lot of hardship, but they're just incredibly... Nice, lovely woman who just happened to fight for a living, and they're absolutely fantastic in the media. I, um, we had a press conference yesterday, and uh, we threw to Lani, and for the first time, it just shocked me in a very, very positive way. She spoke absolutely fluent Maori, and I just said she was. She said, told me she was nervous about it in the press conference. I said, you've got to embrace that and do it every mm. time because she actually speaks it beautifully. So I think in these two women, we've got two media superstars and they can back it up where they're fighting in the ring. And tomorrow night, they're in there against um, Razzle Muhammad for the IBF heavyweight title. And of course, for the IBO super bantamweight, it's uh, Alan Simwaka. And there's a bit of fire yesterday between Simwaka and Mia Michael. So but looking forward to tomorrow night. And it's been an absolute revelation, Kempi. I think it's taken a little bit longer for us to resonate, but I think we're going to get there very quickly. In the next sort of six to 10 months, you'll see these two women become two superstars of the sport here in New Zealand. Dino, I, I know that uh, there's some, I, I don't know if you can talk about it, but it sounds like there, there's some um, some things in the future for Mia where there might be a TV show in America sort of and, and, and some big names uh, working with her on that. Um, but uh, the, the path looks really, really good for her and for, and for the fight game in New Zealand um, in general. What I wanted to ask you was, I know you're a man that plans things out, you're meticulous in your planning. Did you plan... For this to be all South African fighters against all New Zealand fighters, or was that a happy accident? It's, firstly, it was a happy accident, and secondly, that TV show in America, I'd love to tell you about it, but that's the first I've heard of it. Next time I want to know what's going on with my fighters, I'll be ringing you blokes to find out what's going on. Mate, you want to know something, you just give us a call. <laughs> the, the story I've heard, mate, it's like a, an ultimate fighter type thing, but for boxing. And uh, Mia's going to be, I heard that Mia was going to be part of it. And there's, uh, was it um, Tony Thompson or one of those former heavyweight champions was going to be like, uh, she's going to be on his team. He's going to be coaching. That's what I've heard. I can't substantiate right. any of it. Okay, let me, let, me, let me put this back in perspective. And what that, that, that was on the agenda, I think, going back six months ago. And my last comment is more about the fact that I took too many knocks in football and might, might have some bloody Ill, Ill effects because I'd forgotten all about that. But yeah, look, if it happens, great. And if not, so be it. But I'll tell you what's really interesting, and no one knows about this. You boys could be the first to hear this. About six or eight weeks ago, when we went to announce this fight night, uh, I had to delay the announcement by a week because Lani Daniels got called into a program called SAS, which is going to screen on Channel 5, I think it is, or Channel 4 in the UK. 
And Lani, uh, there were 16 participants to start with, and mate, they got down to three, and Lani was in the last three. And uh, mate, she, that, that will be seen, that SAS is a franchise that goes all around the world, and she was telling me about some of the stuff that she had to do, and she didn't think it was much of a deal, and all these bloody English YouTubers and famous people out of England who were, who'd come down to Queenstown to film the show uh, all dropped off. So Lani can become, I think, a superstar in the UK quite quickly when that show goes to air. I think it goes to air sort of February, March next year. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting stuff. You know, we've got some really good stuff on the cards. And women's boxing globally is going through the roof. So we intend to fight the woman here a few more times. We've got five five fights planned for next year. I've got another one coming up this later on this year at the end of the year. So we're going to keep the girls busy, and uh, we're going to make sure that uh, you know they um, they they have hold the status of New Zealand sport that they deserve. And in my opinion, having seen these two fight in the ring. And also seeing them perform in the media and their backstories, I think they'll become superstars of the sport here. Um, not just of boxing, but of female sport full stop. I, I can't wait to see that, Dino, because I, I want to see you with a Don King hairdo um, <laughs> when when that does happen and, and you'll be owning all of those TV programmes. That'll be that'll be just fantastic watching on itself. Mate, the other thing that you mentioned there was the footy you know, and you had a lot to do with the nines and all that stuff, but how good are the Warriors going at the moment? And after Penrith losing Jerome Luai last night, I don't think of, um, I don't know if you saw that game, but he's gone out with a with a uh, a dislocated shoulder, so he could be out for the final series. Are they are they a chance? Do you think this year the way they're playing? Well, Kemper, you're a former coach. You have a better idea than I would. To be fair, I'm I'm of the opinion that you know right at the start of the year I was always if they made the eight, we've had a sensational year. To make the four like they have is just quite incredible. It's just my opinion. I don't think they can go all the way this year um, in terms of winning. Winning the, the, they might get to the grand final, but I doubt it. And I hate to be a you know, I'm just cautious on that. But I do think what we're starting to see is potentially the start of a dynasty because when you take what happened last year, and the only difference in terms of this year is the coaching staff coming in. They didn't really have any great additions off the top of my head in terms of playing staff, and mate, they've taken what was a rabble last year and turned them into a really mean machine. Um, in terms of performance. So I think we're starting to see potentially the start of a dynasty. And the key thing is to make sure that we keep the coaching staff on board and Richard Agar and, of course, uh, and Webby. Because correct me if I'm wrong, last time we made the grand final and Ivan Cleary was the coach and we had all three teams in the grand final, our idiots turned around and sacked them. Yeah, I know. Of course, it was before we got to the grand final, but it is what it is, you know. Mm. Yeah, it is, Dino. It is, mate. Hey, listen, uh, we did get you mainly on to talk boxing, mate, and we we got a big fight night uh, tomorrow night at Event Finder Stadium. Are there still tickets available? And if not, where can people watch it? No, there are still. There's only about 150 tickets left, so I'm pretty happy about that. So get in quick and get them. But it'll be on Sky Pay-Per-View tomorrow night. It's only 39 bucks and you get to see two of the best women this country's ever produced in the way of boxing. But also, you've got Jerome Pampelone. Now, he's a fascinating character at light heavyweight. Jerome's currently ranked number seven in the world. He's taken on a guy called Luvovo Satani. Now, Luvovo is 7-0, hasn't been beaten, and a lot. Of, he's a much more fighter, and that will be a hell of a fight. If Jerome can win that fight, and we know it'll be tough, he'll probably go to number three in the world, and that'll put him one fight away from fighting the great Art of Betterbeat. Now, Betterbeat, a lot of people haven't heard of him, but he's had 19 fights for 19 knockouts, but 38 years of age. We think Jerome is probably the best fighter we've got in the country right now, and we think he can go all the way and win a world title against Betterbeat. So, mate, some exciting stuff happening in the New Zealand box, and a lot of it thanks to 
you know, what Isaac Peach is doing out in the wild West Auckland. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. Yeah, Jerome is a fantastic prospect. I mean, I know he's fighting at light heavy again now. He did step up for cruise, to cruiserweight one, the New Zealand cruiserweight title as well a little while ago. Um, I think that's done him good as well because, man, the, when, he, when he fought Chucky Francis for that belt, I didn't think he was going to have the power to put Chucky away stepping up that division. But, mate, he, you know, all respect to Chucky, he kind of, uh, he made it look easy. He really, really sort of just went about his work and got it done. Look, we're really excited about Jerome. His last fight, he fought a guy called Mosey Awatunga, who was without doubt an incredibly durable fighter. He'd only lost out of his 16 fights. He'd lost two, but never been stopped. Jerome stopped him in the first round, and I looked at that. I was astounded because I was expecting a 10-round fight. Mm. So what I would suggest, look out for the name of Jerome Pampalone because uh, he's going to be an absolute sensation on the boxing scene globally. And again, he's another product out of the pitch stable. Hence, I need to back my boy Isaac Peach and not uh, give him too much grief because he's got so many great fighters coming through. There's another couple of young fellas on the way through as well. Matt Mataika at heavyweight. An absolute monster you'll see tomorrow. He's six foot five, about 120 kilos, fit in shape, superbly skilled. And then you've got a young kid called Zane Adams. And I'm really excited about Zane. He fights at about sort of 50, 51 kilos. And he's got unusual power. He's about five foot seven, heavy dreadlocks. Uh, he's half Muslim, half Christian. He's a really laid back cat, really good bloke, but one of his great strengths at that weight, he knocks guys out. So we've got an exciting card for tomorrow night. The depth of it we've probably never seen before with two world titles and uh, Jerome fighting for that number three spot in the world. So it's fair to say um, if you're into boxing, or you're into sport of any kind, Tomorrow night's a good night to watch on Sky and don't worry about the rugby league and the rugby union. Get into a bit of boxing. That's where the real blokes <laughs> and the real women are. Good stuff, Dino, mate. I really appreciate your time, brother. Go well. And, uh, yeah, as you said, Isaac Peach doing a great job in boxing uh, in New Zealand uh, out of West Auckland, mate. And I, I think you're back in a winner there. Go well, brother. And uh, I hope tonight, uh, tomorrow night goes off for you. Thank you, gentlemen. Enjoy. I, I, and I appreciate immensely, one, having me on, but also I know you've had... Uh, Quite a few of our guys on this week, so really appreciate it. Mate, anytime, anytime, Dino. Cheers, Dino.